Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Friday, April 24th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, opening for business on Monday. You can get your teeth cleaned finally, your dental examination that you've been waiting for. All the work that you need. Dr. Mike O'Neill is a genius at it. Been my dentist for the last 26 years. You are going to love the work that he does. 317 849 2933. We're going to talk about the NFL draft in the Indianapolis Colts and what I think they ought to do, and what I think most importantly, what they're going to do. All right. Then we're going to talk about youth basketball. That might seem an odd time to do that, but stick with me. It'll make a little bit of sense. Okay. The NFL draft, the Colts, they choose second tonight, they choose 12th tonight, and then they choose 75th overall in the third round. So tonight, unless they trade back, they're going to welcome three new guys to the horseshoe. Who should it be? With the 34th pick, I think it's going to be one of these three guys, and it depends on who the Bengals take at 33, right? One of these guys is likely to be gone. There are three wide receivers with first-round grades left. You got Michael Pittman Jr. of USC. Big, rangy, great catch radius. He goes up and gets 50-50 balls. He ran a 4-5-2, 40 at the combine. I like Michael Pittman a lot. You've got uh, T. Higgins. From Clemson, another rangy wide receiver with a great catch radius. T. Higgins was expected to go much earlier in this draft, maybe in the early 20s or late teens. It's a surprise that he is still there. And then you've got Denzel Mims out of Baylor. Same deal. Big, tall, rangy. Some of these guys faster than another. But you know what? As we saw with Philip Dorsett back in 2015 when he was drafted in the first round, speed isn't everything. You got to be able to run good routes. You got to be able to catch a damn ball. All those things, really, really important. Speed you need, but only to a point. And if you don't have hands, 
it doesn't do you any damn good because if you can't catch the ball, who cares if you're open or who cares if you can make guys miss? You got to be able to catch. So I think that the Colts are going to take one of those three guys with the 34th overall pick. You know what? They could throw us a curveball. Chris Ballard in the front office might do that and draft A.J. Epinesa. He's a kid from Iowa. Really, really dynamic football player, a hardworking guy, an edge guy who can get to the quarterback, who can set the edge. He would be a terrific replacement for uh, Jabal Sheard, who is likely not to return to the Indianapolis Colts. Now, if you've got Kamoko Ture back healthy and you've got Houston on the other side, you can go get the quarterback, but you're going to need to rotate some guys. So taking Epinesa makes all kinds of sense, but what do you prioritize first? And we know that the Colts don't draft to need. We know that. All right, they're going to draft the best football player available, and they draft second. So one of the, those four guys, I think, is going to be the man that they take at 34. Then at 44, I don't know what they're going to do. Look, I don't know what the, what the intervening like nine teams are going to do between the Colts' two picks in the second round. So I think it's really hard to say. They could take Claypool out of Notre Dame. If they take uh, Epinesa out of Iowa, the edge rush guy, then maybe Claypool at, at 44, that would make some sense. And what they're going to do at 75 is anybody's guess. They're going to listen to the board. The board's going to talk to them. They're going to say, okay, we're going to take that guy. 75. You, can, you are not going to get wealthy predicting who the Colts are going to take at 75. So I think they got to get at least one weapon and then uh, hopefully another weapon. You know what I mean? Like if you could get two of those three guys at 34 and 44, you'd have something. As far as the quarterbacks, are you going to get a guy in the second round that projects to be your franchise quarterback? And if you're not going to get a guy who projects to be your franchise quarterback, why would you draft him in the second round? You got the kid from Washington State that people have seen a little bit of. He put up sick numbers in Mike Leach's offense this past season. Threw for over 5,048 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Good ball player, but does he project to be an an NFL starting quarterback? The jury's out about that, as it's out about everybody really but Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the guy that people say is a lock. You look beyond that, you say Tua would be a lock, but Tua, you don't know whether he's going to be able to remain healthy. You know, that hip at some point is going to become arthritic, and then you've got a big problem. So... We'll see what happens with the quarterback position. Maybe they go get a guy. We saw Jordan Love last night drafted 26th overall, go to the Green Bay Packers as the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. They did the same thing when they had Favre. Favre got a little bit older. They drafted Aaron Rodgers out of Cal at 24. Last night, they took Jordan Love at 26. That's the way the Packers do business. All right, the Packers always have a plan. I hope that the Colts have a similar plan. They got to go get a guy. I don't know whether they're going to do it tonight or they're going to wait till next year, but they got to go get a guy who projects to be a a franchise-level championship, perhaps, quarterback. They do not grow on trees, and you rarely grab one in the second round. All right, in other news, we found this out yesterday, Demise Anderson He is transferring from IU, and the only thing about that, I was wondering about the timing. 
right? Uh, I thought, why hasn't he decided to transfer yet? It is clear he's not going to play. Unless he redevelops his shot. He was a good shooter when he played high school basketball and summer basketball. Got to IU and forgot how to do it. Shot only 23%. If you're not going to be on the floor for more than 10 minutes a game, you're not going to get a lot of shots. And if you don't get a lot of shots, your shot is going to degrade. And that's the way it works. You have to make shots to earn shots. And that just never happened for Demise Anderson. I think this is one of those deals where you say, you know what? Demise is going to be better off someplace else with a fresh start, and Indiana is going to be better off with that scholarship in their pocket. Paul Corsaro, it was announced yesterday, he's been hired as the new head coach at UND for basketball. Paul Corsaro, a 2007 graduate of Roncalli High School, really good high school football and basketball player, a guy who went to UND, played both basketball and football. He comes back to UND from IPFW or whatever it is, Purdue-Fort Wayne, whatever they call it now, uh, where he was an assistant coach. When Ben Botts left IPFW, another 2007 guy, and this will all makes sense in a minute, when he left Fort Wayne for Ball State, Paul Corsaro got Ben's job up in Fort Wayne. The 2007 class is really, really interesting to me because my son was a graduate of that 2007 class, 50 of the 2007 graduates went on to play Division I basketball from the state of Indiana. All right, five of those guys have played in the NBA, and combined, those five guys have earned over $361 million in the NBA. Two guys kind of at the top of the list, as you know, Eric Gordon and, uh, of course, Jeff Teague, both from Indianapolis, Etwan Moore from East Chicago, he has been in the league for a long time after graduating from Purdue. Juwan Johnson was a first-round draft pick out of Purdue. And Robbie Hummel played a season and a half-ish in the NBA before going to Europe and uh, winding up in, in Russia playing basketball in uh, bicycle race stadiums where it was like 38 degrees and he had to tape his own ankles. That's when he decided, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Anyway... All of these guys in the 2007 class, they competed like hell against each other. When these guys were nine, Eric Gordon aside, Eric Gordon was always playing up, so you never saw him in tournaments. But you would see the Wabash Valley Red Devils were really, really good. The Delaware Dynamite were really good. The Henry County Hoopsters, really good. The Valpo Venom Vipers with Scott Martin and Robbie Hummel, they were really good as these guys transitioned into high school. You had the Spee Central Stars with guys like Matt Howard and Zach Hahn and John Ashworth and my son and Nate Blank and Kyle Miller and Joe Hughes and Teron Bibbs and all these guys. The core of that team stayed together for all four years. You had Team SYF with Robbie Hummel, Scott Martin. Um, You had Antoine Boyd on that team. You had Gary McGee on that team. That, uh, That was a really good basketball team. Etwan Moore also on that team, you you had really good basketball players who were committed to becoming better and better and better and better because they wanted to beat the other guy. The people who played for the Indy Wolves from fourth grade through eighth grade, they wanted to beat the Valpo Venom Vipers. The people with the Delaware Dynamite, including Ben Botts and Tommy Freeman, they wanted to beat Riverside with Philip Collins and Jeff Teague and Joe Hughes was there for a year. All of these guys wanted to beat the hell out of each other. So they went to work 
and they pushed each other. And they knew that Eric Gordon was in their class. And if they wanted to win a state championship and beat Eric Gordon and North Central, they were going to have to go to work. It was a fascinating dynamic. These guys, all the way back to CYO. Uh, Paul Corsaro played CYO basketball. My son played CYO basketball. My son hated Paul Corsaro, loved playing against him. All he wanted to do was beat Paul Corsaro's ass. And I think the, the feeling was mutual. Now they know each other a little bit and they're friendly, right? But when Ron Colley played Cathedral, especially when they were seniors, and Paul Corsaro, Cathedral could have won that game in regulation, they didn't, so they went to overtime, and they had held Paul Corsaro down through, through regulation. And then in overtime, he went off. The one thing that they did not want to have happen, and this started with Ryan, they did not want Paul Corsaro to set the all-time scoring record for Ron Colley against them. They went to overtime, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, first time I ever heard my son swear in a big-time way was during that game. I won't repeat what he said, but he was not happy. He's not happy about something, and I'm not going to get into what it was. Let's just leave it at this, that these kids competed like hell against each other. They worked hard to prepare to play against each other and compete like hell, and they learned the game the best they could. So out of that class, you've got Paul Corsaro, who's a head coach now at UIndy. You've got Ben Botts, who's an assistant coach, at Ball State. You've got John Ashworth, who's the head basketball coach at Decatur Central High School. You've got Zach Hahn, who's a head coach at Center Grove High School. You've got Kyle Miller working in medical IT stuff. You've got my son, who's a lawyer. You've got Joe Hughes, who's a chief financial officer. You've got Teron Bibbs, who's the head women's coach at West London University. You've got the five kids playing in the NBA. All these guys became really, really successful. And I think a great part of it has to do with youth basketball. So when people dog out youth basketball, I take it a little bit personally because if you do it right, it is a great incubator of wonderful work ethic habits and and puts kids on a path to be successful, not just at basketball, but in real life, in business, in school, in whatever they do because those the work ethic developed during basketball training, basketball practice, you know what, learning, going over film, all that stuff, it translates readily to real life. And that's what it's all about. If you're a youth basketball parent or a youth baseball parent, youth football parent, youth golf, whatever, golf is not about getting to the PGA Tour or LPGA. It's not. Basketball is not about getting to the NBA. It's not about earning a scholarship. Football is not about scholarship. It's not about playing in the NFL. Baseball, same thing, right? What it's about, developing the real-life great habits that are going to put a kid in a position to succeed. That's what sports does at its best. That's why sports became part of the curriculum at schools, whether it's a high school or a college. Because you can learn from it. It's not about making every shot. It's about working toward making every shot. It's about developing that work ethic and learning how to be cooperative and and be a part of a a collective that can work its way toward being successful. You, you develop lifelong bonds 
doing that, and you develop great work habits. That's what it's about. And that's what set Corsaro and Ashworth and Hahn and Blank and Miller and Hughes and Thomas and and Teague and Gordon and my son Ryan and Hummel and Martin and Etwan Moore and all these guys on a path toward success. Like I said, 50 guys in that class of 2007 from the state of Indiana went on to play college basketball at the Division I level. That's outstanding. How'd they get there? They worked really hard, and they learned how to work really hard. And what they've done since they've stopped playing basketball at a high level or, or really competitively, they've learned how to exist in a profession and thrive in a, prof- a profession. That's what happens. And that's why youth basketball is great. That's why youth football is great, youth baseball, all these sports, because the kids learn how to work in a way that they can't in any other kind of vocation. So that's what, that's what makes it good. It's not about, my son's number five. My son's the number nine ranked player in the Midwest. My son's the number 23rd ranked player in the country. It's not about that crap. None of that means a damn thing. Those are the results. You don't care about the results because life isn't about a destination. It's about the journey, and that's the thing. And in that, when my son played for the Indy Wolves, he played for a guy named Mike Miller who had, has been a high school coach at both Burbuff and Lawrence Central. And what Mike did was always talk about the journey and not the destination and how you know, the Jungle Book saying about, you know, the the wolf and the pack, the pack's nothing without the wolf, and the wolf's nothing without the pack. These guys believed that. Not only did they believe that was a way to win tournaments, they believe that is a life philosophy today. And that's what youth basketball does. That's why when a kid from the class of 2007 succeeds, I'm really happy for him, like I'm happy for Paul Corsaro, getting the job as the head coach at UIndy because I know the work that's gone in for gone into building Paul Corsaro as the young man that he is because I saw it when he was 9 years old playing CYO and and so when these guys get something good I I have great pride in that because what they've done is it, they've done it the right way and now they're putting themselves in a position where they can teach others to do it the right way. I think that's great. Congratulations to Paul. That's sports, nothing but sports. We'll see what the, what the Colts do tonight in round two and three. Going to be interesting. A weekend, you know what? The rest of the weekend, at least in central Indiana, isn't going to be like this. The weather, absolutely perfect today. Get out, enjoy it, and we'll talk to you Monday. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 a.m. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.